yo, yo, it's another fucking beautiful evening and Two Beans One Bowl podcast. We have my guy right here, Mitch from Mid Park Films. Welcome to Two Beans One Bowl, my guy. How's it going? It's going good, man. Make sure to have the microphone nice and close to you. You know, it's got a little, you can pull it up wherever you want, man. Make sure, I, I always say right. to keep it about a chode's distance away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, right. you know, like a little micro, you know. Like right here. Yeah, right like there, right yeah. Right there. They're in the reason why, you can literally like I put it up right here. You know why? Because you get that nice bass. You get that oh, yeah. you get that se- that nice sexy seductive. Oh, and I also gotcha. so it doesn't pick up my chickens. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Um normally I have the door shut, but as you can tell it's kind of a hot day. Oh yeah. So have a little breeze in here and make sure our nut sacks don't get too sweaty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it feels good coming in here. Yeah, man. So Mitch, man, welcome to the podcast, dude. Thank you. You're a uh, upcoming director young cat in the game you got a lot of skills i checked out your profile man you got some fucking you got some shit going for you, you got some Thank talent you. my guy yeah i appreciate that yeah man um when did you start man so i first started messing around with cameras um probably sixth or seventh grade i was either running around with my ipod or one of my parents like phones or something just making like random videos in like the backyard uh-huh. And then um, I went to Santa Rosa High School for all four years of high school, and they have a specialty program there called ArtQuest, and they have a mm-hmm. whole bunch of different, like, smaller classes that you can take to s- specialize in one form of art. So I went into the video arts class. Dope, yeah, yeah. So I did that all four years. So that's basically where I got my start with knowing how to actually handle cameras and mm. the equipment properly mm-hmm. and they gave you all of the resources but and they had you write the script you had to assign in your group like who the director was who the editor was going to be so they had you do like everything like a production yeah Yeah, exactly a little mini production yeah yeah Yeah, we had our own like production names and like everything Mm -hmm. you get get your little fold-out seat like director and you're like i think that's the one thing we didn't have have. we had slates and everything but the the chairs were the one thing that we never got yeah that's still a thing that i'm still like should i go buy a chair is that douchey yeah, <laughs> like, like, director, uh, but you know how good that would feel honestly yeah. you know yeah. like once you get a team going you're like like where's the director like oh he's the one sitting in the director's seat and you turn around you're like right over here I'm like, eh, yeah here. right yep. here big honcho right here doc <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at me now this is about yeah me understand <laughs> look at me i am the captain now I'm right here <laughs> so yeah i went to santa rosa to myself um nice. i went there and like uh, I, i'm a little older but i went there in like 2009 2010 ish i think 2009 um, I never got to go into the art quest, but I always was jealous as fuck. Cause I was like, Oh, that looks dope. Like you guys are doing production and shit. You guys are doing cool art shit. You know? Um, I was too much of a dumbass to go there. Oh. Well, I wasn't a dumbass. I was just too lazy and I was a fucking drug addict at the time. So, uh, that wasn't going good. Right. I ended up having to go to Ridgeway, man. And then that's when I started doing my video production. Oh yeah. 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 There was no budget there. No, <laughs> no. So they had like a class for it though. Or no. Oh, they didn't. No. When I say I started there was like, I had a shitty ass little metal band and then we're like, we had a, a music video done and we're like, that shit sucked. And we're like, we could do better. And like at the time, no, we couldn't, but we didn't know. Right. You're like, I can do better. And uh, we ended up going and we bought like, uh, what did we get? Like, uh, um, what's that fucking one that everybody fucking buys? That's a fucking Canon. Like the, like the T seven eyes. I feel like. No, it was like a little step right above it. Not the, not the rebel um, ones. Oh, it was like the 7D, the 8D. Yeah, yeah, maybe well, yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah, the 70D. Yeah, it was a 70D. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's it's okay. Fam- it's an okay camera for point and shoot starting, but oh, yeah. I'm like, 
Yeah, man. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. So oh, yeah, no. In <laughs> high school, we were like, oh, it's a Canon, Canon. It's 7D. a Canon. Yeah. We were yeah. Like, oh my god, it's 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 expensive, so it must be good. Must be and good. We're, yeah. watching, we're watching stuff like a year and a half. Later. Grainy like, as fuck. Wow, yeah. this the color is just awful. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so you started, you got started in ArtQuest and then you were doing your classes. When, when did you get your first own camera? My first own camera was a, it was actually a Canon camcorder that my, um, my aunt and uncle got me for Christmas. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. It was a like HF G10 or something, just a regular yeah, yeah. like standard. Yeah, like, the camcorder. standard one, little uh, family cam. Yeah, 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 pretty much. So I got that. I made a couple of little videos with friends just kind of mm. practicing with it or getting just more shots yeah, for yeah get acquainted with it yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. um just kind of slowly went through upgrades over time after that one um, what'd you get after that after that i got um it was kind of an interesting jump i made i went from the canon camcorder to a nikon d3200 because i wanted nikon to, yeah nikon. that's a weird step that's a side I, step yeah i don't know if it's a back step that. but it's side it step was an sure. interesting one because i was looking <laughs> yeah. around I, I i think i literally looked up budget dslr video mm. cameras yeah, classic, on, classic. on amazon yeah, yeah. or something yeah, yeah for sure and i saw a bunch of video reviews for that it comes one, with like so a bunch like, of shitty yeah. nd filters and like a tripod that doesn't yep. even sit steady and like I, a bunch of bullshit fucking accessories yeah yeah, yeah. you've looked at the same yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah I mean, I, I essentially got the same shit, but the 70D version of it, you know, right. you're like, ooh, a bunch of accessories that I'll never fucking use, but I think they're going to be cool. Yep. Yeah, basically. So you got that, you got your Nikon, and then when did you move into Sony Gang? Uh, Sony Gang was one of the very more recent ones. Mm. Uh, halfway through 2020, I think I actually settled on Sony mm. because after, after the Nikon, I went back to Canon and I got a T6i. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I got that. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go back to Canon because I decided to go back to those colors, I guess. And then I got a Canon EOS M50 because mm. I needed to move into the 4K range. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew I wanted to go farther into actual video production and I knew I wasn't going to really get far without 4K. Yeah, basically, if you don't have 4K, I don't know what the fuck you're doing if you're in video. Yeah. I'm sorry. anybody. I know everybody starts somewhere. I know we all got to, you know, but mm -hmm. put that money away and get that 4K shit. doesn't matter what brand, preferably right. Sony. Right, but, right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sony's, Sony's I mean, good. come on, dude. Low noise, the, oh, fucking, yeah. the fucking low light, fucking killer, low bro. Light, that was super helpful yeah. when I was in L.A. I had a... One of my first shoots with my Sony A7S III was was in LA, and a lot of it was at night, so I had to mm -hmm. have a bunch of lights there. But uh, yeah. you're able to mess with the settings on there so yeah, well yeah. and so easily. Yeah. Uh, also, too, one thing I never really even noticed um, until recently, I'm like, the, the Sony cameras are a lot more mobile, smaller, and lighter. Yeah. Like, you get a big-ass chunky Canon, and it's like... It's so much excessive weight and like mm -hmm. space take up for no fucking reason. I feel like their you know? lenses are really big too. Yeah, they're really heavy. They too. just feel they just feel too heavy for mm -hmm. me. And then you can put you people have the huge battery packs on the bottom. Yeah, too, you get so the fucking the banana like, clip on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're like half pound of weight on there. Yeah, it's, it's unnecessary. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm biased. I love Sony. Man, you know? No, Sony's great. I've been enjoying Sony because I went from the N50. and was like, okay, well. Everybody else who's been getting into video over the last year or two has been going to Sony. Mm -hmm. So I went to the Sony A6400, and then after that, I basically just spent time saving up and just making sure I could get the next step up. And I yeah, saw that yeah, the A7S sure. was out for just to the public. Mm -hmm. So You got I, it right when it first came out? 
not right when it first came out. Yeah, I but think, with the first couple months. Yeah, first few months definitely mm-hmm. because people were still going, "Wow, you got the the A seven S three already." It was like, "Yeah, but my my wallet didn't appreciate it." But oh yeah, 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 I got it. Yeah, you know, I've, I I barely got my I barely upgraded, bro. I was shooting on my A sixty five hundred for years because mm-hmm. I was like I was like I could afford the A seven S two. I'm like someday the A seven S three is gonna come out. Someday, 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 mm-hmm. and then eventually I even like lost track, and then I'm like A seven S three's out, and I was like what, already like what? six months late. Like I had just not like I stopped reading reviews and all that mm-hmm. other shit, and I was like, oh shit! I'm like I got money in the bank right now. Like, all right, let's go get it. You're like, all right, the price dropped a little. Yeah, months. yeah, it was like not much, but not it's, it's like a couple hundred bucks, I guess, right? Yeah, maybe like two hundred bucks. I don't know. Probably something. Um, I went and like, I was like, I was on order online, but I, you know, when you want that new piece of gear and like I want it so bad, yeah. right? Fucking now, like oh, I'm yeah. willing to pay that extra fucking in store price, you know? Yep. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go to uh, I'm gonna go to Best Buy." And yep. then they said they had it, and then we we were looking and looking, they couldn't find it. They were like, "Like, did someone steal it out of stock?" And we were looking everywhere, and the dude just opened up some random mass like cupboard, and it was behind a bunch of shitty like cams. And like, <laughs> here it is. I'm like, "Yeah, it's Woo! mine. It's yeah. mine." Oh yeah, man, I shed a fucking tear. I was like, "Man, I've been shooting Thank on the A6500 of fucking." I mean, that shit is a it's a it's crop censored, you know. So yeah. like, it's not true 4K. Right. But I mean, goddamn, and it it was my workhorse for years, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I know one thing I really noticed. I mean, I don't know how fucking entertaining this is to the listeners, but <laughs> um, it's technically like it's crazy. The in body stabilization for the AC five hundred is so much superior than the A seven S three. Yeah, I actually noticed. It that. looks hella smooth, and like now I actually have to like try and hold it smooth. Yeah. But the other ones I could literally just be like. And it would look good as fuck. Maybe I throw a little warp stabilizer on it. Yeah. But like now I have to throw warp stabilizer on almost everything that I do on that thing. Yep, exactly. I got, cause um I was shooting on a, um I have my gimbal. I have a uh, I need to upgrade my gimbal. I had one of the second or third Z Zun Zun. I still have a Zun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still have that. It's like the second one. Yeah. yeah, I think we probably have the same one, and it cannot handle that, dude. It's just like, no. Brrr. Yeah, no. It goes limp uh-huh. so fast. I'm like, fuck. I need to yeah. go get like what is it the uh, the Ronin like. R three or whatever the fuck that I other one get is. Whatever one has the axis rotation mm-hmm. where it can spin in a full dope. circle. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get next. There's a lot of dope transitions you can do with that one too. Yeah. My buddy got one. He let me uh, borrow it. I'm like, oh, this is such a fun toy. Like it's so <laughs> fun. Sitting there with the joystick. Just, like, <laughs> just doing all these crazy movements and shit. And then right. I think it even has like tracking too, right? What? I think yeah. There's like uh, there's like um, there's like an app you can download for tracking on it now too. All right. Bro, I'm t- yeah, it's cr- like you're like, okay, I have my fucking, like, I have hey. my tripod cam and then the tracks and then I have my side cam and I'll be like, you know, all fucking Ooh, portrait right. shots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I had my A7S3 on my stabilizer. It was for a, I was shooting behind the scenes footage for um, an artist that's from here. His name's Starboy. Mm-hmm. And I was doing behind the scenes stuff for a music video that we were you working on. You mind putting it a little bit closer? Oh, yeah, just because right it's getting a little bit of noise gate. Oh, okay. in there. You can hear like this. It's trying to battle all the other noise. Yeah, there's that's perfect. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, I was shooting behind the scenes for that and I brought my stabilizer because I thought it would look better for and just anything behind the scenes. And I was trying so hard to just tilt it down just just a little bit because we had someone just laying on the couch. They were. Another artist from here, Purgatory, was just getting a face tattoo on the couch in the studio that we were in. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get that for behind the scenes because that'll be entertaining. Yeah, so. actually, yeah, I think Purgatory is going to be coming on next week, I believe. I think oh, next really? Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's yeah, cool Sam, uh, Sam was, um, I recently met him and uh, he came on the podcast and he saw him on a post and he, he's actually the one who got me like these next four guests. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, shout out to Sam, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sam was the one. Um, 
yesterday. He said, oh, you should try to see yeah, if you yeah. can get a spot on the podcast. I was like, all right, cool, sure. Yeah, it was like, I was like, damn, I like I don't have any guests for this week. And then like, boom, I had like six guests. I was like, all right, for sure. Like, we're good <laughs> yeah, for the next right. month and a half. Like, Great. So we, we drop once a week. Um, And then like, it's been a bitch because like, I have a bunch of editing to do and like, it's it's the worst i fucking hate having to see and listen to myself all over again so it's like right. the worst thing editing I'm like i don't like, i don't want to hear my fucking voice again I, you know yeah, i don't want to so, even if it's yeah. for a music video and i say go or action or you something, ever like I yeah hear you myself. hear yourself back you're like oh i sound so fucking lame I'm like wow i sound like that on set i'm yeah. so sorry you guys yeah <laughs> like me like i'm super nasally when i get super excited and then i'd be like I feel like I don't sound like that. I mean, I don't sound like that, but <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, dude, I sound so fucking lame. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I like, as soon as I start like editing, I'm like mute. I don't want to yeah, hear my right, voice. Like, no, I'll, I'll line <laughs> it up with just visuals. It's yeah, fine. exactly. I was like, just all right, sync up the audio. Okay. Now mute that shit immediately. Yeah, don't want to hear that. Yeah. So, um, what did you start editing on? Did you go right into like final cut? Did you go into Adobe premiere, DaVinci? The very first thing I, edited on when I was doing my video class in high school was Final Cut Pro uh-huh. because all of the computers that were in there were um, yeah, Max. Max. Yeah. So I started on that and then end of sophomore year, beginning of junior year, that's when I started to dabble with Premiere mm. and it feels a little more uh, clean, I guess, if that makes sense. It just feels, I, say so too. I feel like it's easier to use in my opinion, especially since I don't have a Mac anymore. Yeah. Oh, you don't? No, I use PC to edit. Oh, interesting. Because of the uh, affordability of like processing and replacing parts, or you just always been a PC guy. I just kind of preferred PC anyways mm. because Are I you do. A gamer. I do like to play games in my That's downtime. That's probably why. So I, <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. prefer that. You're not gonna be playing shit on here. Uh, yeah, on Max, it was not gonna happen. Yeah, I could play yeah. Minecraft on like my yeah, friends. Maybe like World of Mac Warcraft or something. But if you're like playing, right. I don't know, whatever other fucking games are out there. These Anything days. bigger than that, you need a better computer, and it just won't work. Yeah, and also like the way that they code it doesn't really work out the same and the interface gets all fucky. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean Final Cut's supposed to be user friendly. Right. And it felt like too user friendly or like dumbed down, I don't know. I think I feel like dumbed down's <laughs> a way that I would yeah. describe it in some dumbed ways. Dumbed down, yeah. yeah. I would say so. It's it's kinda more like no offense to the Final Cut users. Oh no. But no, uh, no. it's all about Premiere. <laughs> yeah, premiere sorry premiere is the one that's called industry standard for a yeah. reason so mm-hmm. you know just saying exactly yeah um yeah i got i i didn't try i didn't dabble shit i just went straight into the premiere mm-hmm. um just randomly just random like I, did, I had no clue when i started like i literally said like like i don't know but i think i can do a better job and then um yeah premiere is the way to go yeah. um when it comes to like shooting um what do you usually shoot in do you like your your pp picture profile <laughs> you're like what it's like what you just said i know uh like, usually i'll just leave it in s-log three oh, okay. on my you, show, you shoot an s-log yeah okay for sure so i'll usually just do that because i like the way that um the way that i'm able to color it afterwards mm-hmm. or if i'm using luts or anything then i like the way that they look after using that profile i use um a shoot uh, like as clean raw as i can and i put it on pp6 i feel personally it's, it's like really neutral yeah very dull but then like you said you have full range control of coloring right um i actually um i did a recent shoot for the first time and like probably since i started i shot i was like fuck let's see what this thing can do and i let it shoot on auto Mm -hmm. did a pretty fucking good job man yeah i mean like obviously you can't color grade and like give it the the personality that much change but as far as like depth and color like it looked really good Mm -hmm. yeah like the autofocus was great 
Um, the only thing as usual is like the contrast because like, oh, I was at the SoCo market and everybody's underneath the kiosk. So you're battling the blown out sun and then darkness blown out. But yep. it, it did pretty good. Like, you know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And now I was shooting on, um, I have like a little small rig that I built. And so I'm still trying to, I don't have a fucking, uh, a, a rack focus on it yet. Oh yeah. So it's super uncomfortable. I have to overhand like focus oh. and it's, you know, it's awkward. Usually you're like this, you know, you yeah. cup it. Like you're not sack <laughs> or a titty. Yeah. Usually, you don't grab a titty like this. A, usually it's an, it's an underhand when you're trying to handle. Yeah, those. exactly. So it's been really awkward to kind of adjust to it, but in the future I'll get, you know, I'm going to slowly start building all this shit. Right. Yeah, man. Um, so also talking about like medium production, what do you feel is like one of the most difficult things that you kind of come across? The most difficult thing or the most un like unsatisfying, unfun part of it. That's a tough one, honestly, because I don't know. I feel like I always, I just try to look for the positives and everything, even if it's before or after I have a shoot officially booked for anyone for anything. Uh -huh. I usually just try to think, oh, it's going to, it's going to go good. Everything's mm. going to be great. The footage is going to turn out fine. It's going to be, it's going to be all right. You'll be able to edit it mm. as quick as you can. It'll be fine. But I feel like every time it always kind of comes down to, just what I want the final edit to look mm, like, mm. or if I got a shot and I thought it was going to look really good. And then for whatever reason, it just doesn't turn out as, yeah, as well thought, as I thought yeah. it was. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I could have fixed ISO by like one setting and it would have been fine. Yeah. But yeah. Then in editing, when you try to do like gamma correction or something, mm -hmm. then it can either make it grainy or got visual yeah. noise in the corners mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. And that, that's something that just bothers me is that yeah, if it's something like that. So self-frustration i guess yeah my least favorite part is the delegation of booking yeah. like the scheduling i'm gonna say it right now rappers you guys need to fucking work on your scheduling become more professional take your fucking craft like a fucking business because bro think about it think about this all right this is our job right yeah one day you're, you show up at work and then your boss is like you're not getting paid today how would you feel? Not very good, eh? Nah. So be on top of your finances. When you say you're going to be there, show up. I mean, if you're going to go be what you're going to be, go do it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. That's the most frustrating part is scheduling, man. Time management. Because as you know, motherfuckers like to smoke blunts. Yep. Just be chilling and drinking, lose track of time. I'm like, bro, we're on your time. We're on your dime. We're on your hour. Like, do you not want a product or do you, we're, what the fuck you want? right here. You're paying us to be here. Mm -hmm. So you're paying us to stand here while you're doing whatever you're doing. Some people might be totally complacent with like, okay, I'm getting paid. I'm here. I want to get shit done. I want to create shit. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? We need footage to, mm -hmm. to do what you want us to do. Yeah. I can't even count the amount of times on both my hands and my toes. How many times I've shown, like I've gone to rap shoots and they can, it's not always rap, right? It's just artists in general. I mean, right. you know, most artists are either very artist based and have a hard time functioning on like the technical side. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it goes. Right. Yeah. Um, that's why they have the talent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's why that's they why get management. We're, we're yeah. the tech people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically that, and it's just like, man, I can't count how many times I've just been like sitting there for an hour and be like, man, like we're killing time like you guys have just be been chilling right like you guys keep rolling blunts like you guys could be rolling blunts for the video or whatever right. like put that as a b-roll and they just 
I don't know. Yeah, tell the cameraman when you're going to start rolling something, or if you're going to start smoking or drinking something. If yeah. you're pouring drinks, might as well make a B-roll out of it. Tell us, we can get B-roll. We can put that in your video, and mm. it'll look cool. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's that's probably the most frustrating part. But otherwise, than that I love my job. Oh yeah. no, yeah, it's great. You get to meet a whole bunch of people. You get to listen to new music. You mm. feel like an A and R sometimes. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's very interesting too, like coming across all the different kinds of artists and people you come across, and then you meet, you know, all their like their plus ones and then management and it's yeah. just like it's just crazy how many people get involved when it comes to music and video production you know like oh, oh yeah. it's gonna be called people and then you next thing you know it's a big ass group of people and you're like damn it's a lot yeah. of people on set <laughs> yeah it's like oh there's gonna be like five or six people there you pull up there's a there's like a fucking 20, mob yeah 20 people right outside of one car outside your house like, yeah yeah cool you're like all yeah. right okay so this is how it's gonna be yeah i mean otherwise than that man do you feel like um how do you feel the industry is going these days? Do you feel like it's getting oversaturated? Ooh, just music industry in general, just everything. And video. And video. I feel like everybody and their mother is doing video now. It feels like it, yeah. I feel like you can throw a rock and hit another videographer around here now, mm -hmm. especially. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, I feel like at some point, um, there was, a, there was a, a really dead space between 2016 and... No, 2015, 2018 where one of the dominant directors left here mm -hmm. and well, everybody goes to LA. Right. Right. I mean, I personally, I'm like, I can't live out there. Like I'll, I'll get booked flights. I'll drive down there or whatever, but I right. can't live in that fucking area. That's I, the one thing you wouldn't do is stay down there. Nah, man. I really just fucking, you know, I'll take a little bit of a price cut to not have to live down there. You know, like uh, yeah. I personally, like I tried, I lived in the city for like San Francisco for a while. Uh -huh. I thought I was going to be a city boy. Man, I like being out here in the trees. I like having a garden. Like, you know, like no, yeah. you don't get that shit out there. No. Unless you're making like 10 to 15 racks a month, you know? $5,000 right. in LA is not shit. No. Nothing. No, you got to make way shit. more than that. Yeah, that's like you're barely, you're like head over water, you know? Yeah. So like, I was like, okay, unless I'm getting paid such an incredible amount of money where I'm like, okay, I'll deal with it. Cause for me, it's traffic, man. The traffic, as you know, Oh boy. You're yeah. like, Oh, like, okay, um, I should be there an hour, three hours later. Yeah. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like a super anxious person. So I'm like, I'm always checking the clock. I'm like, fuck. Like, like, like if I travel this much time, if I cut this, I'm like, and I'm like, my yeah. brain's going into overtime and shit. All about time. I feel like I always have to be somewhere either right on time or mm. way early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm really big into time management, to be honest. I think it's my OCD part of my brain. Right. Like, as a kid, I would count my steps, and I, I would count seconds, and I would, like, calculate how long it would take me to get to the next block. Like, I just always doing, like, calculations, and I feel like, I was like, what the fuck? That's, a, um, that's like, a totally useless skill. I'm like, oh, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it makes me hella time conscious, you right. know? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, something that... um. I don't know. I feel like that's good. Everybody should be time conscious. But then again, it's so, it, I guess you start getting a little deeper than that. And you're like, am I paying attention too much to time? Yeah. You know, you am, I, am I like hyper focusing just on this one thing? Mm -hmm. And is it actually that big of a deal? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. So tell me a little bit about your background, uh, stepping back into like where, uh, where your folks from, mm -hmm. where you grow up. What kind of kid were you? Were you bullied? Were you the bully? <laughs> let's let's take it back to uh, pretty much your childhood. Let's start at elementary school. Elementary school. So elementary school was very uh, interesting. Where'd you I'll go? Put it that way. Oh, I went to I went to St. Rose. I went to a private Catholic school until uh, eighth grade. That's gonna be interesting. Let's hear it. Yeah. So and it was basically, of course. Um, first off, I'll start with. When you got into fourth grade, you were required to have a Bible. Oh, 
shit. Yeah, you are required to have a Bible in your desk just ready. So that was the first thing when we got into fourth grade. I was like, I need a Bible. It's like, yeah, you get the children's version of the Bible, though. I'm like, there's a children. What's in the Bible where you need a children's version? <laughs> yeah. And it just had weird little like pictures in it of like Moses yeah, like, like holding up the Ten Commandments and stuff. But they were a uh, they kind of tried to hide it, but in my opinion, they were very conservative, closed off, and not very friendly to LGBT representing people mm. type of thing. That's kind of generally how most religions are. Not yeah. too, they're not too stoked on anybody who steps out of the yeah, left no. and right, right? Yeah, and in fifth grade, oh, fifth grade, <laughs> mm. um, we were read, we were read a poem about uh, about abortion. What the fuck? We, we, so we, were read a poem, we were read a poem about abortion and about like, how, roses are red, so are fetuses when you bore them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And all the fifth graders, all the other fifth graders, are sitting there going, "Huh? Like what?" And then the end of it, it talks about the the baby not being born because the mother decided to abort the baby, which is totally fine, by the way. Uh, this is, I mean, this is crazy that they're teaching this to kids. Like, why yeah, even bring no. up abortions at that age? Why bring that up? They called it family life. It wasn't called sex ed or anything yeah, yeah. like that. It was family life. They're trying to get it in your brain at an early age. Yeah. Me personally, I'm like, bro, not my body, not my choice. You yeah, exactly. I, I, I feel like yeah. I have no say when it comes to abortion yeah, or anything I don't like think that any guy does. I'm, I'm never going to go through that. So I'm, uh -uh. I'm keeping my mouth shut on that because yeah. I don't know what I'm we talking have, about. Yeah, we have no experience. Yeah, no, we know nothing. We know. <laughs> yeah, we got nothing going uh -uh. on there. I feel like that should be common sense, but you'd be surprised how much people do not accept that. Yeah, unfortunately, that number is a little too high, Pretty I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, okay, so you were reading uh, abortion poems in yeah, Catholic school? Yeah, abortion poems and fifth the grade. Bible. Yeah. yeah. Um, sixth through eighth grade was fine, I guess, because the teachers were a little nicer. Oh, so it's like K through eight? It was K through eight, yeah. Ooh, damn, um, that's, a, that's a lot of your, like developmental like age you yeah know? well i went to like a regular public school <clears throat> kindergarten that was like in my neighborhood okay okay um when i was actually in kindergarten and then first grade i went to this school so it was kind of a back and forth i enjoyed meeting some people there that i became friends with and that was great but a lot of the kids were there because they were just wild <clears throat> like out of control and their parents yeah, wanted yeah. them to be bible loving yeah, babies yeah. try to cleanse them yeah which is did not work because there were a good five or six kids in there who would just put other people in headlocks or like throw them on the floor yeah yeah like call they need a hug yeah i know like they needed a, they needed a hug more than anybody <laughs> yeah yeah you're like jesus that one right there that yeah one, that but like one. if anybody should be focusing focus on these kids yeah those ones yeah. specifically yeah i mean as we all know anybody who's like angry or, or upset at the world is literally due through internal sadness oh yeah you know all anger comes through sadness oh so. yeah i definitely think that's what it was but i mean mm -hmm. you you don't know what everyone else is going no. through ever mm -hmm. you never especially know at that age you, you're barely able to you're like damn i'm starting to get erections like what the fuck's going yeah, on you, you have no idea <laughs> yeah. what anything is yeah yeah for sure no idea on anything mm -hmm. so catholic school all the way through eighth grade all the way through eighth grade and then went to santa rosa high school which is one of the Biggest high schools in Sonoma in County. Like, yeah, in Sonoma County. I had a good time there. I had a good time. I, oh, I enjoyed no, it. Was, high school was way better, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I personally had a great time in high school. I didn't. I'm not one of the kids who. I mean, I fucked off a lot and did a lot of stupid shit, but for the most part, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody kind of went off in 
did a handful of things they weren't really supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like literally everybody. Yeah. You can you can ask the goody two shoes in, yeah. in the front of the class. He'd be like, "No, I walked off campus to go get a coffee once." Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta like you kind of have to fuck up in order to know what's good and what's wrong, right? Oh yeah. I mean, there's you can read the book. You can fucking people can tell you what to do, what not to do. You're never gonna know until you get hands on experience. Be like, whoa, yeah. definitely not something I should be doing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you ended up in eighth grade, and then you hit high school. Was it weird having to like adapt or kind of like um, get a, um, what's it what's the word here like uh, envelop yourself into like normal society on, on normal, quotation yeah. <laughs> quotation yeah, mark? So it didn't even occur to me until about halfway through freshman year how deep into the like kind of conservative I guess mindset that my previous school was putting me in because I got there and I was making assumptions about people in my head. Oh, really? And then I started meeting these people that I was having assumptions about. I was like, wow, mm. they're not like this at all. What were they teaching me there? Yeah, yeah. Or like I had no idea until I like met people mm. like actually there that did I realize what I yeah, was what trying the to fuck? think about. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, I really thought like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um I mean, I don't know, man. Like I guess a religion and spirituality has its place, but I mean I feel like there's limitations to everything either any kind of mindset right there's oh, a time yeah. and place for everything i feel like yeah i mean if you take whatever the bible is and the teachings you know you take away all its crazy myth i mean not myth whatever you want to call it right? right all these other exterior crazy stories burning bush and you just get down to basics like yeah there's good shit in there yeah all, like it's good like if anything it's still a story it's yeah still stories no matter how you look at it basically there's no way to fact prove anything what are you gonna go and google yeah, fact no. check jesus right yeah jesus <laughs> you know? google images it's yeah like, wow he's real mm-hmm. great so you had to get in fucking acclimated was the word i was looking for acclimated yeah acclimated. definitely yeah. and um did you have a hard time like making friends or like kind of like socializing or anything like that i feel like first the first week or two it was probably just a little interesting because it was so many people and there were only I think two or three people from my old school that were going to the high school that I ended up going to so I stuck with this one guy for the first month until we actually started meeting more people <laughs> yeah so you, you like clinged on you're like let's just me and you bud yeah, we're like it's you and me till until graduation bro we got nobody else out here from the same school yeah we were from we were both from the same private catholic school and we both uh. went there um, that's interesting. But yeah. we both we both got into different art quest specialties and everything, which was cool. Mm. Um, How many? Um, uh, what what like different branches or categories did they have? Oh, uh, let's see. There was visual fine arts, which is basically drawing, painting, mm-hmm. sketching, everything like that. And those kids were creative as hell. Let me tell you, those oh, yeah, artists yeah. that you they were getting freshmen that could do self-portraits in like mm. a day yeah it's crazy how some people are just have it yeah i know the just people got who got it, into that class you know? they they are already set for life with that skill set going mm. into there and then there was photography there was video there was drama there was digital arts and mm. digital arts was specifically for animation photoshop yeah, yeah, yeah. like dish digital drawings yeah and everything. yeah 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 i mean yeah i definitely i would have enjoyed like um going to that but for one reason, whatever I didn't get to, but I mean, I, I got there now, but right. it would have been nice to been like, Hey, here's like a template of how you should kind of work things. You know, yeah. there's so much trial and error trying to learn shit off YouTube, you know? Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, there's, I mean, don't get me wrong. YouTube is a blessing to humanity. Oh yeah. But there's also a lot of bullshit people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Oh, yeah, of course. And then, you know, they, like everybody has their own, um, 
everybody has their own way, like their own uh, workflow, you know? And so if you try to emulate someone else's workflow, it might not work for you. Yeah, definitely. You know? Just won't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, And then, like, when did, when you got your, when you started studying on your video where you're like, this is for me, or where you were like, ah, uh, should I keep going? Ooh. See, since I took it as a, as a class in high school, I think that definitely helped me realize at first what it could lead to. So I think it was better that I started with it as a class instead of immediately trying to like find some sort of video related job in high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously through ArtQuest, you were able to find events or stuff where they needed a person with a camera to just walk around and film everything. Mm -hmm. If you needed to film events or something or anything like that, you were able to find it through there. But when it's brought to you in the form of a class or like a lesson where you're with other people your age, mm -hmm. I think it was a little more helpful for me anyway, because I was able to be on the same page as other people who were my age and we were all able to collaborate on the same level and everything. Cause we all roughly had the same amount of experiences, 13, mm. 14 year yeah, olds yeah, yeah, going into sure. high school with camcorder level experience. Yeah. 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 No, it's dope, man. Um, like it definitely, it's, it's definitely gotta be like a uh, more comforting, like kind of going at it as a group of people and then like people yeah. who have the same experience same educational kind of background after high school did you go to any other like extracurricular shit or were you just like fuck let's get to the grind Ooh, after, get to the trenches <laughs> yeah or just right out there yeah. so i graduated high school thankfully don't know how but i did mm -hmm. um same here man right barely but we did it. <laughs> i got there i got there yeah and so i got out and i was just working just regular job at the mall at the time just because mm -hmm. a like, classic man yeah yeah, yeah right yeah. you gotta start well, with I mean, something you know yeah unless you're like a fucking 5.0 kid like I mean, you're probably gonna go get a shitty job yeah you're gonna even go if you are nowadays you probably might get a shitty job anyways you know yeah, what I'm right like it doesn't matter yeah as long as you're making money you, no one can really tell you anything mm -hmm. especially like and in, becoming independent at that young age you're like oh i finally get some bread to myself like i don't gotta be asking yeah, my parents like, this is this even is if mine. it's like barely any money but like it's, yeah. it's my money though you know yeah it's yours like you feel yeah. way better about it because yeah, you definitely. actually earned it mm -hmm. which is something great doing especially stuff where you have to serve or help other people in public like retail or food service yeah yeah oh yeah it'll humble your ass quick oh yeah you'd Let be like i you. do no offense but i'm like i don't know if i want to work in this field you know people yeah. fuck demoralize me treat me like shit fucking yeah. have no respect for me as a human being mm -hmm. like barely value my work you know what i'm saying yeah right yeah yeah no definitely but i I feel like um everybody should have a shitty job to let you know like oh yeah you know like what's out there oh yeah <laughs> it's know? it's just life experience mm -hmm. and it's Absolutely. good life experience to have because you know what kind of people you can run into because you can run into the nicest people on the planet and then you can meet scum of the earth in the same hour. Oh, absolutely. And it's, ba it's baffling. What was your first job? My first actual job was working for a high school friend's dad in mm. like his warehouse that he owned. Mm. And I basically just put a bunch of like label, labels and lib stickers yeah. on stuff. It mm. got stuff ready to be like shipped out all over the United States yeah, yeah. and just like put boxes on shelves and mm. stuff. And that kept me happy like through junior year of high school, which is when I worked there. And then after that, I went to Spencer's in the mall. Um, and you look like a guy who'd work at Spencer's. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I just have that look about me. Yeah, too, so. you look like you could fucking be the manager at Spencer's. <laughs> no, I, was, I, was, I was a supervisor there for a while. So there you got not too far off. Huh? Yeah, I was close. Yeah. 
So yeah, that job was was something because you literally get everybody in there. Oh yeah, and there must be when they're like high or like. Oh yeah, yeah. So there, it was a shocking number of people who were coming in there, either drunk from a place downtown or coming mm-hmm. in high. Like you can smell them when they come in. You're oh like, yeah, dude. Like, walking dude, booze you, bag. Yeah, right. You're walking in. You think that you don't smell, but uh, yeah, just because you rolled the window down in your car, doesn't <laughs> yeah, mean you're yeah. not gonna smell. Like, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you here. Yeah, I mean, I would remember like getting off high school. You know, you're like a downtown rat. You ain't got shit to do. You go to the yep. mall. You go fuck around at Spencer's, a hot topic, and you just go yep. fuck. You don't even buy shit. You just fuck with shit and just like make a mess on the racks. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But then when I started working at Spencer's, mm. I was actively telling people, "Please don't do this. <laughs> yeah, I, please I, don't do this in my store. Please, yeah. I'm asking so nicely." <laughs> you're like, "Yeah, I don't want to pick up the same shit twenty times a day." Yeah, right. Come on now. There were those rubber chickens that hung on the wall. Oh, I bet. That'd be so fucking annoying, Oh, bro. my God. Dude, I would have, I don't even know. I would have, like, taken out the little squeeze, like, like fucking mechanism, been like, yeah, they're not working today. Yeah, I wish that was an option with, <laughs> with the rubber chickens open. we had. Yeah. <laughs> That would have that would have been a so you had a warehouse handling job and then uh, and then Spencer's. Spencer's and then I from did there. Spencer's from the end of 2018 until October of 2020. Okay, and then I just wanted to go head on full on into videography and editing, music video production, and because I knew that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, I know obviously any other job would have been passable, but I really just wanted to follow what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got it, right? I yeah. Mean, if you want to do something, you better get after it. Yeah, I was like if I had if I had that much fun doing it in my my high school class for for credits, then why can't I do it as a job and still enjoy it? Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. Um and then after that, you just been coasting, just doing it your own yeah, thing, grinding it. Just doing it. that. Yeah, yeah, just meeting more music artists kind of here and there, kind of getting some stuff ready. The Trying to do more music videos outside of Sonoma County, mm-hmm. I think, is kind of the next thing I'm trying to do. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have, like, you know, your local um, pool of fucking clients. But, you know, yeah. you always want to be like, well, what's the next step? How yeah. much further can I go out? Can I go to L.A.? Mm-hmm. Can I get someone to fly me out to Las Vegas? Can I, like, It'd be dope to go to another state, even if it was, like, shitty pay. I, I could, at least I'm like, I'm in a different state filming, you know? Yeah, right. You got flown out to do something mm-hmm. like that. That was great. Yeah. that That's probably one of the dopest feelings, too. The first time I ever got flown out, I'm like, yeah, you guys want to pay for my ticket? Even if it was like the was shittiest like, economic class. Like yeah. I was like sitting in the back, back, back. Like back of the plane. Like yeah, Virgin like I'm like in the storage fucking compartment, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, fuck, I'm getting flown out to do something I like. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, it makes you feel super proud, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely, it's a it's a long road to the top for sure, man. But oh, yeah. just got to keep fucking climbing. Just yeah. Keep climbing, dude, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get flown to LA when I went earlier mm-hmm. this year, but... I was going down there anyways to see some other family down there and just kind of have like a get together type of thing. And I just posted on my Instagram that I was going to be in LA for a few days. Mm-hmm. And the music artist unspoken who lives out there saw that and he wanted to get a video done for his new single called trash. Yeah. And I saw that man. Good job on that. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. yeah there was some dope edits on there for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So that was definitely fun. So that was the first like out of the area mm-hmm. shoot that I've actually done, which was mm-hmm. nice. And then I have another one that was shot out in Sonoma mm-hmm. and that was with the Santa Rosa group SOP mm-hmm. with okay. Loki, big boy, Millie. There's a whole bunch of different, um, an entourage of artists. Yeah. There's a whole group of them out there and they're 
all great. They're all family, I think, in one way or another, which yeah. I think is really cool. Yeah, it's um, you never know how much fucking how many artists there are until you start working in the field, and you're like, yeah. God damn, there is a handful every fucking corner. Yeah, it's just like it feels like one in four people fucking are an artist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Once you start getting to know one, it's somebody else, and then it just goes down. It's like a, un, a yeah. never-ending chain, you know? Yeah, you meet one music artist, and then they're introducing you to their friends and their everything, friends, and their yeah, other yeah. people, and they all rap, or they all sing, mm-hmm. or they all do something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I Also, too, like, one thing I've been doing a lot more recently is just, like, um, like going what I call, like, go and show face. Mm-hmm. You Like, you just show up at a shoot. It might not even be your shoot. You just, like, one of your friend shoots, or you go to, like... Um, any kind of social meeting and you just pop up with your camera and and then like next thing you know you might have a client just for showing up you know like you don't know nobody you didn't talk to nobody but somebody's like oh you got a camera and they start chit-chatting yeah you show what you got and they're like oh that's dope you know and it's like something like me personally i'm i'm actually a pretty anti-social guy i know i have a podcast and i have people in here (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) but it's it's like um it's circumstantial you know i control when it is versus like being socially forced to be in a circle you know like yeah. i get to choose who i want to speak with right i, I bring up the subjects i want to speak with and i speak about you know so it's like kind of a controlled uh environment yeah. but honestly man it, when it, like i don't know i used to spend a lot of time just bullshitting like hanging out i mean there's nothing wrong with hanging out but after a while i'm like damn we're like what i gotta stop just hanging out like i feel like, yeah, like every, i gotta do something mm-hmm, i feel like every time i step outside this fucking my front door of my house like I got to go do something productive. Like I should yeah. meet somebody, talk to somebody, email somebody, chit chat with somebody, make a meeting with somebody, you know, even if that first two, three meetings doesn't lead to shit, it might lead to something on the fourth, fifth, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I honestly, I hate it, but, <laughs> but I feel like it's part of the job. Just going and just being like, I'm here. I exist. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a super big part. Um, and also like, I feel like locally there's, there's so many shooters now that like, I feel like it's uh, like um, it's only a matter of time where a network gets built. Oh yeah. So like everybody has their own editing style, right? Yeah. People have their own gear. Um, some people have a different way of visualizing videos. So there's always space for everybody. I feel like at the top. Oh yeah. There's so much business, you know, and um, so like I think that's something I'm gonna try to plan in the future is basically a network be like, yo, I don't do this kind of shoot or boom, I don't do these kinds of edits, pass it on. Mm-hmm. You get like a percentage cut and it's, but there's always a cycle of work going, you know, within right. the circle. Yeah. So basically we are, we're getting each other gigs or been like, I can't make it to this shoot. Can you make it to this shoot? You know? So I think that would be dope versus like having a, a bucket of fucking crabs and we're all trying to like bring each other down. I'm like, yeah, yo, why don't we like, you know, there's like literally unlimited work for everybody. Yeah. You just got to like schedule it. Right. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's, style is different and everything but you still don't know what it's going to look like until you actually do it mm-hmm. exactly like a lot of times i personally like I, I do a lot of shit on the fly um i feel like i'm more inspired i work great under pressure and when i try to plan shit i'm always like nah i got a better idea like in the moment you yeah, know like when it's happening you're yeah. like, oh, well, let's try this mm-hmm. and i mean there's always you know there's always a couple of shots where like oh yeah this is perfectly how i planned it right oh yeah but i feel like a lot of the magic happens on the fly on the spot right there in the moment you know yeah that's like, what happens. like whoa different angle whoa the lighting reflected we're like whoa like you know the color fucking is popping different i thought you know yeah yeah so it's it's super fun and shit um do you feel like um right now we were talking about earlier about it being saturated and all that. Do you feel like um, pretty soon we're going to end up like just shooting on our phones? 
think about i mean 4k like the new brand new 12 iphone x yeah true there looks fucking good on there Mm -hmm. and i mean cole bennett's already done it when Mm -hmm. the first like big quarantine for the entire united states happened he made a music video with nba Youngboy, and he just admitted on his social medias Mm -hmm. that he used a handful of shots just on his iPhone, iPhone just yeah. looking up at young boy yeah yeah so i don't doubt it man i mean and also like you throw a little fucking uh you throw like an overlay on it with some grain or yeah. you like change the framing make it like you like make it purposeful to look like a phone yeah and boom it's still 4k looks good yeah edited exactly. they don't fucking know yeah you know so yeah i could definitely see that i mean i've heard of like um like short films being shot on like the iphone x you know yeah and like we we're talking a little earlier, it's like it's lighting, lighting, lighting. You know, yeah. If you can, I mean, shit, you can get an absolute great shot on a 1080 old eight. I mean, not like fucking. It's not gonna be a 4K, right? But if you got your lighting right, the fucking sensor is not overloading and it doesn't have to battle fucking ISO. Mm-hmm. So and you can still make it look good. Mm-hmm. And then you still got all of post production to do whatever you want to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, these days, do you um, when you're editing and shit? You are you um do you do you smoke or drink or anything like that? Nah. Nah. So me personally, like um, I recently got like a sober. So like it was a really big. Uh, this is gonna sound so fucking addict addict full or whatever the fuck the word is okay. or addictish. <laughs> but I was like, I stopped smoking weed and I was like, what the fuck am I even gonna like? Whoa! Like I was like, I ha- dude, I've been editing high my entire career. Really? Yeah. Like I I don't think I've ever edited anything not high, and the. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, at the time I was like, oh, it makes me creative. And so then like I had to break out of that. I'm mean, like, damn, I got to over, like edit this shit sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really like bummed out about it. You're yeah. like, oh man. Yeah. Because, um, uh, at least weed for me, like it makes me, um, very hyper-focused on one thing and I can do tedious editing for hours. And I'm like, oh, the hours passed. And then when I'm like super, I mean, now I'm like, I'm fine with editing now, but like in the first like couple of weeks I was like shit, this is fucking frustrating. Like, I'm spending oh, hours yeah. doing the same edit, same cuts, like, you know, lining up audio, fucking, fucking, you know, color grading and all that. Yeah. But it, it took me a second to get normal, like, get used to it. And I was like, damn, yeah. like, fuck. Just I, to, like, recenter yourself. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I was a straight-up fucking addict, and it was just weak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. That. Yeah, it was just that. And um, I don't know. I feel like uh, a lot of the culture, uh, as far as, like, like we said, music and video like incorporates a lot of fucking, you know, substances and shit. Oh yeah. For sure. And um I don't know. I feel like it's it's got it's got a little dark side to it for sure. Oh yeah, it definitely does. I feel like with any sort of consumable or ingestible substance, there's mm-hmm. there's a dark road or the dark road that you can like go down, mm-hmm. which is obviously unfortunate because too many people go down that road. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously everything's just good in moderation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's one thing I didn't have control of. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm speaking for myself. I'm saying, I mean, if you can go get stoned and do whatever, do it, whatever. Because yeah. for a second, I was like, it was it would make me hyper productive. And then like slowly over time, I was like, all right, we'll edit in an hour. Like, okay, hold on. Let me fucking, I don't know, watch this one TV show and then yeah. I'll edit. And I'm like, nah, man, this is not, uh-uh, you got to yeah. cut the shit out. That's a part of it for me. I feel like I would procrastinate even more than I already do mm-hmm. because that was that was such a problem with me all the way from middle school all the way through high school Mm. i would constantly just wait until the absolute last minute to write papers or even my rough drafts Mm. for papers or a project or anything yeah yeah. 
and then I'm scrambling and I'm like, yeah. oh God, what, what, I did this to myself. Yeah, I actually was listening to a conversation. Um, I don't know if it was like a YouTube video or another podcast, but they were speaking about the subject of procrastinators. Mm-hmm. Now, um, obviously there's procrastinators who literally just are lazy. And then there's procrastination people who are, in a way, they're, um, how do I phrase this? Basically, you need pressure or you need some kind of like, uh, feeling of fight or flight and that's what activates your brain and so when you're in fight and flight mode that's when you're the most and you like you in high school where you're like you barely studied but you still pass right the, like yeah. last minute somehow last you're minute like passing. you're like damn like i still did it and i didn't study or i didn't, sh- I didn't do shit right and some people would like struggle to have to study and yeah you know so there's a thing about procrastinators and like creatives that there's like an inner need for struggle and and it subconsciously might be the reason why we procrastinate because we need the pressure we need that feeling of like fuck oh it's coming like let's go overdrive let's go hard you know and i'm just saying yeah it's a subconscious thing that you may or may not know like some people yeah. are addicted to fucking uh conflict oh yeah you know and and conflict can be good if you know how to control it and i'm not talking about like going and starting drama no. by conflict i mean like you're like you put yourself in a position where like i need to get a lot of shit done in a small amount of time and it, right. and it puts your brain into like seventh gear and you're like yeah now i'm hella productive even though like a week ago i wasn't doing shit for right. this project but now, like, now i'm in go mode you yeah, know now i can get it done now mm-hmm. i can do it right yeah and it's a it's a weird subconscious thing i'm not saying that's for everybody but I thought that was a very interesting subject that they kind of brought that upon being like some people need conflict in order to be productive you know right I mean, um, as you can see, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to get like fucking crazy into politics or anything, but like, um, actually, I probably shouldn't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I'm, I'm not super political. I'm not either. I'm not either. But go. as soon as I start getting this around, I mean, I'm, uh, it's not even that political. Basically, what I was going to get at was like um, a lot of governments create conflict in order to have peace within their society because yeah. they need to have one opponent, one enemy, something mm-hmm. to unite the people. Yeah. So that's like another variation of being like they're creating conflict. They're like there's too much peace. Um, and people, when there's a lot of peace, people have a lot of time to think. And sometimes a lot of that thinking is bullshit yeah. <laughs> because you got too much time on your hands. You're not, yeah. you're not, um, what's the word? You're not entertained or you're not being um, like mentally fucking uh, stimulated enough. Yeah. So then your brain starts doing a bunch of bullshit that you don't need to even think or hear, you know? Yeah, right. That's yeah. when you start getting into like the weird, like deep thoughts or you're, Mm-hmm. Starting to go too down deep into your own, into oh, your own yeah, soul absolutely. there, and then you got to deal with that. Yeah, like um, we were talking about with the last guest too. Um, like I'm the type of person who um, I'm I'm like super heavy and hard on myself, and I'm like consistently judging myself at all times. Do you have that, or do you feel like like um like late at night do you lay there and you're like your mind starts racing and you start oh, thinking yeah. about everything? Right, it's like there's too much time at the end of the night. Yeah, there's a little too much time with too much time at the end of the day for me to sit there and try to analyze something that mm-hmm. I, even though I know I can't undo mm-hmm. it or I can't make it any better with mm-hmm. w- in whatever way I can specifically, I, especially for my work, I'm constantly just trying to one up myself every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what I struggled with when I really first started was comparing myself to the people who have been doing this way longer than me. Oh yeah. Man. I was going and looking at these other people who were working with my favorite music artists mm-hmm. or even local music artists. I was going, wow, I, I need to get to that level. Mm-hmm. And then if I felt I had gotten to that level, I'm like, okay, I got to go here. Mm-hmm. I got to go here. I got to get a new camera. Okay. I got to go here now. Now I have to start doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, comparison is like, you know, the 
the greatest fucking death of joy, basically, oh, yeah. you know? I mean, the the I bet you the biggest directors are like, fuck, I got competition with this other director. And then all of us, all the small fish were like, fuck, when am I going to get up there? You yeah, know, when am I going to get to that guy? Yeah. And, um, and, and uh, also another thing that was brought up too, was like the, uh, being in, like insatiable as a human, like we never have enough. Oh yeah. You know, like even when you're like, you hit that pedestal, you're like, fuck yeah. Once I get there, I'll be stoked. And you're like, nah, what's the next thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's a fucking rabbit hole that goes down the fucking forever. Yeah. Everyone's just always hungry for more. And then that mm -hmm. just makes more competition in a field where it doesn't need to be a thing. Cause mm -hmm. with, with the actual directors and videographers that I've met or shared any words with, they've been nothing but like kind and supportive, which is mm -hmm. great, but there's still other people out there where you can just kind of look at them and you know that they're just a little too, too full of themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's it's definitely. I feel like there's definitely a point where you should be proud of your work, but not to become egotistical over it. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Like definitely, you know, pat yourself on the back. You know, be proud of what you accomplish. But then it's just like the point where you're like, like, do we got to push everything in everybody's face? Or like, maybe I shouldn't be posting this. Like, maybe I should keep it to myself. You know, it's a right. weird thing on social media because you have to let people know that you're doing things or else people don't think you're doing anything. Even if right. you like, there's a bunch of shit I don't post and there's a bunch of shit I should be posting, but sometimes you don't, or like, you're like, I don't know, whatever mood you're in. And I feel like that's a constant battle being like, uh, am I promoting myself or am I just being egotistical about myself? You know, right. you know, am I just, am I saying words that people aren't going to, are they going to come across wrong to that person? Mm -hmm. Yeah, too. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, there's a lot of fucking shit that goes on with that. But um, getting more on the lighter side of shit, um, going back to your like your high school times, what were some of the biggest fuck ups that you had? Or what were some of the weirdest? You're like, oh, this is cringe. Like, oh, oh, I'll, I'll tell you one if you want to hear one, man. Sure. If you want to break yeah, the ice here. Yeah, go for it. Did one time, bro. I was like, I was going through some shit with a fucking ex-girlfriend at the time. Mm hmm. I showed up to a party and she was there and I was like already drunk or whatever. And I was like, Oh man, I feel like shit. And I started getting all kind of emo boy. And then like, and then I was like, I was like, fuck it. Like if she doesn't fucking love me and it's not worth living. Oh, no, and no, I was no, like, no, and no. then I literally walked through the front door and like laid in the middle of the street. And they're like, everyone's like, Joel, get the fuck up. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, get up. Come on. Yeah. I was, I was like, and I still think I'll be taking a shower. I'm like, Ugh. I'll start like, cringing oh, okay. about shit like that. Oh, you know, geez. Yeah, you know, yeah, I feel I feel like my uh, my entire sophomore year it was just a lot of cringe because I was just that was my most wild year, mm -hmm. definitely because I was meeting way too many people just throughout the entire year, just people from everywhere mm -hmm. and all acting differently. So I started, I think I kind of started acting like everybody that I was hanging yeah, out with at once. That that, that happens too, you know. Yeah. yeah, it happens at a young age. I mean. You, I mean, oh, yeah. shit, the whole, your whole life is figuring out who you are, but oh, yeah. during that, you're so easily manipulable and so easy malleable and mm -hmm. you're so easily influenced, you know? Oh yeah. You can easily yeah. just like add a layer to yourself, mm -hmm. like a layer of somebody else Absolutely. that just morphs into your like everyday personality, mm -hmm. which definitely will happen over time depending mm -hmm. on who you hang out with. But again, that's, that's a very normal thing. Um, no, it just the entire, the entirety of sophomore year and the year 2016 was, was was cringe for me i was i was let's hear a story man i shared ooh. a cringe story man that okay. made me sweat time okay. to tell you that sophomore year um sixth period my very last period of the day 
the teacher that I had, his name was Mr. Gregory, and it was his first year teaching there. And we were his final class of the day on his first day. And I was such a little <laughs> inconsiderate little child. Oh, yeah. I called him by his first name numerous times mm-hmm. just because I found out what his first name was. Oh, yeah. so just would, out of pure disrespect. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. would walk in out and I would say his name and he would call me by my la- only by my last name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess he's getting back at me like that. And mm-hmm. I eventually stopped that because someone was like, that's kind of rude to do that to teachers. Mm-hmm. You're being a little too out of line with that. I was like, fine, I'll stop doing that. And then I got these little... You know those little like slingshot chickens that you like put on your yeah, fingers yeah, and you yeah. like shoot them? Yeah, I got yeah. a pack of like three or four of those for my birthday mm-hmm. and I took them to school and You're I- You're a menace society? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was a bit of a menace. Um, so I took them and I put just a thin little layer of hand sanitizer on them so they would get sticky. Okay. This... And then I let it dry. Damn, you're and getting then, fucking technical with this shit. Yeah, I had a whole like plan for this. I don't know why, but I <laughs> planned this out. I was like, I'm going to do this, and it's going to be funny. Mm. And it was funny at the time, but looking back on it, I just made my teacher miserable for a couple days. You hit him with it? You shot him at him? No, I stuck him to the ceiling. Oh, uh, yeah. And they were there for months. I remember a big-ass thing, and I mean, we're such shitheads when we're young. Like, oh, yeah. Such shitheads. I, I honestly, actually, I went back to my high school and I wrote like apology letter to a lot of my teachers. Really? Yeah, because I, I it was weighing too much on my consciousness. Oh man! I was like, because I, I was a real fucking shithead, man. I was like, dude, you got shit have fucking thrown me in like a psych ward or jail You're or like, whatever. Why'd you keep me? Yeah, exactly. I, I fuck. I told my parents, I'm like, how the fuck did you guys deal with me? I would have like kicked my ass out years ago. Yeah, right. I don't think I would have. I would have kept myself around like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. No but during that time, um, a lot of times uh, during high school, like. You know where you sharpen the fuck out of pencil and you just throw it up and they just get stuck in the air. Oh yeah, and it gets stuck in like that styrofoam ceiling or whatever the fuck. Yeah, those weird ceiling tiles. We'd do that, and then like a big ass thing that was so fucking annoying, and it was like you could never go take a shit comfortably because oh never. Pe- people would um do they would like open they would twist the fuck out of ketchup and mustard packages or mayonnaise back and then you would sit down. Pfft, and it just spray all over the back of your knees. You're like fuck. Yeah, I heard I heard a, like a horror story about that once and. The times that I did need to grab a stall in high school, I would like look at the toilet and be like, "Is there? Yeah, you're like inspectioning and shit. Like explode on me when I sit down. Yeah, dude. Don't want that right now. There was that, and then, um, and during my high school times, like for some reason, you know, everybody's fucking raging with testosterone, so they would always be doing like. Uh, you go do fucking like body shots. You're like, I'm just trying to take a shit and you just hear a bunch of dudes fighting in the next stall. Yeah, right. You're like, calm the fuck down. Yeah, there's just there's just whole fight clubs in Yeah, and like the bathrooms. In the bathrooms. The one on like the edge of campus, like over in like the library, like Yeah, over by the library. Yeah, that, yeah. In I remember the library that library building. Yeah, yeah. I walked in. The DeSoto building, right? No, it's like the next one over, over by like the um Oh yeah, it's across it's like on the side of the campus, right? Yeah, it's on like the other side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was that one. And I had to go like drop off a book or something at like the end of the year. And I walked out and I went into the bathroom and I walked in and there's just people huddled around this these two guys and they're just throwing throwing <laughs> yeah. punches at each other. I'm like, I'll go to the other building, whatever. I'll, like, go to whatever. The next, I'll go to the next bathroom over. I'm not gonna stay in here while you guys are yeah, duking yeah. it out. That's hilarious. Yeah, I remember that was a big thing, was like Hey, they're gonna be fighting uh, at this time over here. I'm like, all right, and then a like, big ass group of kids show up and shit. Right. Like, um, a lot of the times, a lot of the fights that um that occurred uh during my time in high school, were they would for some reason everyone would go to Piner. Go to Piner, like Piner Skate Park, the Piner Skate Park. It was that like the fighting area. Yeah, like you know how there's like um there's like the skate park, and then you go over here and it's like the paintball section, like oh, kind of yeah. like in like the woody kind of area. Right. 
and there was just like a ditch where people go and fist fight. <laughs> oh and they like you could like it was like a schedule. You're like, yeah, on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, people fight. You could just go there and watch fights. It's Six p.m. after tutoring. Yeah, out, exactly. Like the main card starts at seven thirty, bro. Don't be late. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, the main event. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, there was a lot of fucking. I don't know what the fuck. People, maybe we're, we were just an angry generation, but <laughs> I think so. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I was gonna talk to you too about um, because uh, we are coming up to an hour. The podcast does kind of like ends around an hour. All right. Um, I, what I like to do at the end of the show is kind of like. Um, basically imagine yourself meeting your younger self and what do you get? What would you say to yourself or what would you say to someone else in the game that wants to get into this? Or do you have any bit of advice that you would like to put out? Ooh. And it can be something simple as drink water and go to sleep or it can be some straight Marcus Aurelius fucking <laughs> conquer the fucking people, you know? Right. Obviously drink water, drink, water, <laughs> yeah, drink yeah. water every day. Water is good for you. Keeps you hydrated. It's better than anything else mm -hmm. that you can ingest into your body. If I had to say something to my younger self, I would say just just keep going. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing what you're doing now, and you will eventually get through the muddy water. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man, that's good. That's good advice, man. Yeah. Just keep going, keep that's trying. Myself. If it was to someone else going into this industry or music video production, I would say. Obviously, when you're first starting out, don't be picky with who comes to you, especially when they're offering to pay you. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be too strict with things at times if you know it's going to be a short and simple mm -hmm. shoot or anything. But always make sure that you are able to have yourself protected like financially in mm -hmm. some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Like if you're doing music videos specifically, like ask for a deposit. Like number one for a yeah, deposit. Depo always ask, ask for, for a deposit. always deposit bro yeah and let them know that there's no return if they fucking yeah. fuck up on their end yep exactly deposits yeah. are non-refundable mm -hmm. just saying let's hear that say it louder for the people in the back deposits are non-refundable deposits are not refundable they're not all right folks you guys heard it here we had mitch from midpar films man it was a pleasure talking to you go ahead and tell people where they can find you on instagram social media whatever all the platforms youtube and instagram is both midpar films if you need to talk to me about any sort of work or anything just feel free to dm me dope man and that's also on social media right m-i-t-p-a-r films yep that's it dope man it was a pleasure talking to you man yeah good, good chat man for good meeting you all right you guys that's two beans one bowl podcast no co-host but i held it down for a whole fucking three hours with the last three house the last three, three guests today? yeah man it's been oh. a my fucking tongue feels like a fucking cat <laughs> <Cat's> <laughs> i'm like fucking i need my water right, you want my water you're fine <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I, got, I got some man all right guys have a good night man peace and stay blessed